Section 182 of Chesterfield's Letters to His Son Read for LibriVox.org into the public domain. Letter 217 London, February 24th, 1758 My dear friend, I received yesterday your letter of the second instant, with the enclosed, which I return to you, that there may be no chasm in your papers. I had heard before of Burrish's death, and had taken some steps thereupon, but I very soon dropped that affair, for ninety-nine good reasons, the first of which was, that nobody is to go in his room, and that, had he lived, he was to have been recalled from Munich. But another reason, more flattering for you, was that you could not be spared from Hamburg. Upon the whole I am not sorry for it, as the place where you are now is the great entrepot of business, and when it ceases to be so, you will necessarily go to some of the courts in the neighborhood, Berlin, I hope and believe, which will be a much more desirable situation than to rush at Munich, where we can never have any business beyond a subsidy. Do but go on, and exert yourself where you are, and better things will soon follow. Surely the inaction of our army at Hanover continues too long. We expected wonders from it some time ago, and yet nothing is attempted. The French will soon receive reinforcements, and then be too strong for us, whereas they are now most certainly greatly weakened by desertion, sickness, and deaths. Does the King of Prussia send a body of men to our army or not? Or has the march of the Russians cut him out work for all his troops? I am afraid it has. If one body of Russians joins the Austrian army in Moravia, and another body the Swedes in Pomerania, he will have his hands very full. Too full, I fear. The French say they will have an army of 180,000 men in Germany this year. The Empress Queen will have 150,000. If the Russians have but 40,000, what can resist such a force? The King of Prussia may say, indeed, with more justice than ever any one person could before him, Moi, media superest. You promised some egotism, but I have received none yet. Do you frequent the landgrave? Hantex vous les grands de la terre? What are the connections of the evening? All this, and a great deal more of this kind, let me know in your next. The House of Commons is still very unanimous. There was a little popular squib let off this week, in a motion of Sir John Glynn's, seconded by Sir John Phillips, for annual parliaments. It was a very cold scent, and put an end to by a division of one hundred and ninety to seventy. Good night. Work hard that you may divert yourself well. Letter 218. London, March 4th, 1758. My dear friend, I should have been much more surprised at the contents of your letter of the seventeenth past, if I had not happened to have seen Sir C. W. about three or four hours before I received it. I thought he talked in an extraordinary manner. He engaged that the King of Prussia should be master of Vienna in the month of May, and he told me that you were very much in love with his daughter. Your letter explained all this to me, and next day Lord and Lady E. gave me innumerable instances of his frenzy, with which I shall not trouble you. What it inflamed the more, if it did not entirely occasion it, was a great quantity of cantharides, which, it seems, he had taken at Hamburg, to recommend himself, I suppose, to Mademoiselle Jean. He was let blood four or five times on board the ship, and has been let blood four or five times since his arrival here, but still the inflammation continues very high. He is now under the care of his brothers, who do not let him go abroad. They have written to this same Mademoiselle Jean, to prevent, if they can, her coming to England, and told her the case, 
which when she hears she must be as mad as he is, if she takes the journey. By the way, she must be une dame adventurière to receive a note for ten thousand roubles from a man whom she had known but three days, to take a contract of marriage, knowing he was married already, and to engage herself to follow him to England. I suppose this is not the first adventure of the sort which she has had. After the news we received yesterday, that the French had evacuated Hanover, all but Hamel, we daily expect much better. We pursue them, we cut them off en detail, and at last we destroy their whole army. I wish it may happen, and, moreover, I think it not impossible. My head is much out of order, and only allows me to wish you good night. End of section 182. Read by Professor Heather and By. For more free audiobooks or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org.